Welcome to the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. Good morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am Skyblaze and this is the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. So, every year around the start of April, we see an influx of bizarre and uh, strange news stories uh, that have either have us eager to hear more or scratching our heads in confusion. It's then that we check the calendar and realise that we've been had. Of course, everyone gets their hand in on these jokes, and Sega are no exception. So, I'd like to share with you a few selection of the Sega or Sega-related April Fool stories that we've had, uh, all had the opportunity to fall for. Um, I actually got got by one myself recently. Um, Dreamcast Junkyards thing about the Dreamcast printer. I was like, "Ooh, I can write about this for my show," and then realised what date it was and felt like an utter burk. Oh well. So, um, now that we're going to start, we're going to look at one that's not an actual April Fool's, but it's one that was announced close enough to the start of April that everyone figured it was a joke. Because of the history behind it, I will explain. Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games was announced on the 28th of March in 2007. But considering it was so close to April Fools and everyone knowing the historic rivalry between uh, the console mascots, um, everybody thought it was a joke. Even though Sega had moved purely to being a software developer by that point rather than being a producer of consoles, no one thought it was true. No one believed that it was possible that you could have the Blue Blur and the Italian Plumber in the same game. But turns out it was real, and most of us will have played it by now. Or one of the subsequent games. Uh, actually, there was a joke, like, I think it was in one of the Mean Machines or um, uh, CVG magazines. There was like, somebody asked, like, um, when will Sonic and Mario appear in the same game? And the reply in the letters column was around the same time that the God and, uh, God and the Devil joined forces. <laughs> it's like, hmm, well, that would explain a great deal. Anyway, moving on. In 2010, a trailer dropped for Virtua Fighter 5 Final Showdown where we've shown a video which was narrated by a cartoon bear who is unfortunately speaking in Japanese, so I have no idea what he's actually saying. Uh, but what we see of this game is of immediate interest as we see two very familiar fighters facing off against one another. One in white, the other in red. Their fighting styles are different um, to other fights that we have seen in the Virtual Fighter series. And um, the big tip-off is when one of them lets loose a blue fireball. Yes, it's Ryu and Ken. <laughs> so, though from what I've, I've managed to figure out the, from the dialogue, the bear is saying uh, any reference to Street Fighter and the fighters themselves is conveniently censored. So, that's a thing. But yeah, I, they tried to fool people into thinking that Ryu and Ken were going to be in Virtual Fighter 5 Final Showdown. They weren't, in case you weren't sure. Anyway, hello to people in the chat. Uh, I've got Ai, Doan, uh, my husband Grayfor, Nicholas, uh, we've got Callum, um, Frost Gamer, Sarah Rose. I'm not sure who else is in the chat, but if you're in the chat, say it gave me a wave. Um, but I think it's time for some music. So, from Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, we've got Athletics Track 400 meters, and then from Virtual Fighter 5 Final Showdown, Arena L Blaze. So, enjoy those, and I will speak to you guys again after the break.
we are back. Um, and that was Virtual Fighter 5 Final Showdown, Arena El Blaze. And before that, we had from Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, Athletics Track 400 Meters. Uh, gosh, we've got a lot of people in the chat tonight. Um, not only the people I mentioned before, but we've also got... Uh, who else have we got? Rick, uh, Callum, Eclipse. Um, I think I mentioned Frost Gamer earlier. Uh, who else have we got? I did mention Nicholas Aman earlier. Mithril Flox. Um, but yes, hello everyone uh, to this very active chat. Uh, so yeah, there were very many um, April Fool's gags out this year for obvious reasons. Um, some people felt it wasn't appropriate, especially considering that there's there's a a vein of um, April Fool's gags that are kind of cruel and and you know just not funny. So I can understand why some places would be a bit leery about uh, doing them. My workplace is one of them, which is a shame because we had a really awesome, um, amusing Sega-related joke. Uh, I, I work for a website called Only SP or Only Single Player, and we were going to do a temporary rebrand for the day um, that was going to be Sega-related. I won't spoil it because I'm hoping to do the gag next year, if I can persuade my editors. Anyway, on to the actual topic of the show. In 2012, a trailer dropped for the game called Sega Bass, uh, Sega Bass Fishing, <laughs> Sega Bass Fishing of the Dead, Sega Bass Fishing of the Dead. Right. Set to release on the Nintendo Wii U and 3DS, this game has you defend yourself against schools of undead fish in this on-rails FPS fishing game. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Isn't there a a, a a manga and anime by the same guy who did um, Uzumaki about undead fish. Or am I misremembering that? Um, anyway, to do this you and up to three of your friends are armed with numerous weapons such as shotguns, hatchets, flamethrowers and shurikens. Alright. It appears to also include a few different fishing lures such as one which looks like a severed human hand. <laughs> Good. The trailer was created by Sega of America and Random Encounters, who produced parody videos and uh, music videos for various games such as Cooking Mama and Untitled Goose Game. And yeah, it sounds utterly hilarious. Uh, mad. And I'm, so, I'm, I'm impressed that nobody's actually like modded something else to, to be this. I'm saying that somebody probably has. Anyway, 2013 saw the announcement for updates to all of your favourite Sonic games with updated HD 3D surround sound like you've never heard before. I'm not talking blast processing, I am talking goat processing. <laughs> like the goat simulator, I guess. The video then shows off some scenes of games from Sonic 2, Sonic CD and Sonic Adventure and Sonic the Fighters where certain sections now include goat noises. I got nothing. I got nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because, yeah, that, that those two are quite mad. I mean, even by Sega Meme Lord state the standards a bit mad. There'll be some more fishing after this musical break, by the way. I'm sure you all know what I'm talking, going to be talking about by then. And Callum's saying, hopefully someone makes an actual game of Sega Bass Fishing of the Dead using trailer footage. Honestly, I'm surprised nobody has. Uh, Doan2300 saying, I don't like the trollish ones, I like really obviously stupid ones like saying raccoons are a registered dog breed now. <laughs> yeah, the really stupid silly ones, which are just like, you just have to laugh. Uh, I like those. Let's have some more music, shall we? Um, so, in honour of goat processing, uh, we're going to have the Blast Processor's Metal Destruction, which is the Sonic 4 Metal Sonic um, song that they did. And from House of the Dead 2, final chapter, Original Sin. So, enjoy those, and I'll speak to you guys again after the music break. 
The only thing left to be done is to capture the essential life data from your counterpart. Then you'll be complete, my Hyper Metal Sonic!
you're back. And that was Final Chapter Original Sin from House of the Dead 2, and before that, Metal Destruction by The Blast Processors. Uh, that's one of my favourite songs of theirs. Everybody always goes on about their version of uh, Hard Times, but I really like Metal Destruction. Um, I'm just saying on the chat, uh, there's uh, we're talking about um, the goat thing and um, Goat Simulator, and there's a goat reference in a, a little indie game called There Is No Game. Uh, and there's a version of that that's on that you can play at the video game museum in Sheffield. And then, for some reason, I don't know what possessed me, but I said, uh, "Yeah, once the the current um, coronavirus crisis is over, I want to have a big um, booze up at uh, the Meltdown Bar, um, the esports bar, and everyone is invited. You are all invited. It'll be great." Uh, that may be a mistake, but sod it. <laughs> People asking if it's in Islington. No, there's one in Sheffield. Um, there's uh, the gaming bar that we went to for the uh, last call live, which was in December last year. But yeah, uh, there's, there's the National Video Game Museum, which is here in Sheffield. There's the Meltdown Esports Bar. And there's a gaming lounge, all of which are kind of like within walking distance of each other. I love my city. It's a shame I can't actually go to any of these places at the moment. Anyway, moving on. The one game that everyone was uh, clamouring for in 2016 was, of course, Big's Big Fishing Adventure 3. This game would explain the adventures that Big got up to during the events of Sonic Adventure 2. The game is a non-profit Sonic the Hedgehog fan production developed as part of Child's Play Charity's uh, fundraiser. The demo can still be played via their website and from looking at the Twitter account at Big's Fishing uh, Ad 3. Something like that. Uh, the game is still in production and in includes Mike Pollock reprising his role as Dr. Robotnik slash uh, Dr. Eggman. So yeah, that's the thing. And everyone went bonkers for it. Because, I don't know. <laughs> Single worst levels in Sonic Adventure and everyone goes completely mental for big, big, big fishing adventure. I do not understand. Anyway, in 2017, Sega released a Sanic t-shirt for your characters in Sonic Forces. Now, that was announced in November, so it wasn't really an April Fool's. But come April of 2018, and the Sega shop announced a line of Sonic merch, which included a t-shirt, a mug, and phone cases. Because of course they did. Anyway, does anyone remember Sonic Royale? No? It's an action PvP MMO survival RPG FPS dating sim. No? Well, this game was announced by Sega of America in 2019, uh, was reported to have 1,000 player battles, was free to play, have VR capabilities, along with a Game Gear companion app. You'd get to choose from over 4 million characters with full customization, chow cooking lessons, and they would be cryptocurrency DLC. On the poster for this game was a scan for demo QR code that led you to something. Sadly, the code no longer works, so I can't actually find out what it was. If anybody knows, Please tell me, because I could not find out. But yeah, that action PvP MMO survival ARPG FPS dating sim. Any other buzzwords you want to throw in there, Sega? No? Okay then. Callum's saying Big's levels in Adventure with Peak of SA1. No. <laughs> Uh, Green Viper is saying it's a text adventure so you don't have to play the awful levels. I, t I assume you're talking about Big's Big Fishing Adventure here, right? And Callum's saying Sega once again being ahead of the market with cryptocurrency DLC. There's this really weird thing in um, augmented reality uh, mobile apps 
where like the vast majority of them have a have a, a cryptocurrency thing as well. Like nearly all of them do. It's really weird. It's like we just slam augmented reality and cryptocurrency together and see if we can make tons of cash. How many buzzwords can we squeeze money out of? It's so weird. Like Greyforce saying, what kind of we make game should we make this? Why not every kind? Yeah, right, okay. It's also the, the whole Battle Royale game thing was it was at this height at that point. <sighs> right, let's have some more music, shall we? Um, so, having mentioned Big, I'm going to have to play uh, Lazy Days, but I'm going to play the Mark Pistel remix because I prefer it. And after that, we've got a request from Electric Boogaloo. So we've got uh, Sight Club Mix from Sega Racing Games. Let's go. So enjoy those, and I'll speak to you again after the break.
best Sega music, live shows, and the chance to request your favorites. This is RadioSega.net. Psyched Club Mix from Sega Racing Games Let's Go, which was requested by Electric Boogaloo. That's an interesting track. I don't think it's destined to be one of my favourites, but it's okay. And before that we had the Mark Pistel remix of Lazy Days, which is from the Sonic Adventure remix album. Right, where was I? So... There was a YouTube channel called Sonic the Cosplayer which released their own April Fool's video video for something called the Chow Garden app. This was going to be available on Android and Apple and would allow you to raise, train, play, fight, trade and evolve your very own Chow. The app shown has the graphics similar in style to something like Sonic Rush or Sonic Advance and you can access things like a shop to purchase chaos drives and animals for your chow to encounter, much like you would in Sonic Adventure 2. You'd also be able to keep connected through your smartwatch, which would allow you to do additional things such as work out with your chow, feed them on the go and fight using near-field communications or NFC. 
It would even track your steps to help you earn rings, which you could use to upgrade its stats. Now, I am very sad that this was an April Fool's, because I want to play that game. I want this. Someone make this app. Sega, are you listening? The answer is no, but in case you are, make that. That. Just, yeah, that. I would play the crap out of it. Um, Gum saying the app we all need and deserve. Don saying, why the heck wasn't that a real thing? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I really want it. <sighs> I'm sad now. I have made myself sad because that isn't a real thing that exists. Callum saying, okay, for real, why are so many April Fool's jokes as stuff that people actually wanted? I know, right? Greyforce saying, and I would never see you again. No, you would. It's just I'd be on my phone and, you know, busy. Like, go away, I'm raising chow. Oh well. <laughs> so this year, Sega released a playable April Fool's event for their mobile game, Sega Heroes. A game where you play as various characters from Sega's vast library as they fight against Drimagan, the antagonist of Sega Heroes, who is collecting heroes from every dimension in an effort to rule them all. Does he think they're Pokemon? Um... On the 1st of April, you got to play against Chester the Treasure Chest and his three buddies, Locke, Keegan, and the Rectangle, spelt with a W, who together form the Box Force. Right. These chests have been forced by Dremagan to fight you and or forfeit their home dimension. Regardless of whether or not you manage to beat Chester and his friends, you would receive a small amount of rewards as a gift. But if you do defeat the treasure chests, they join you and you can use them to fight against Dramagan, beat them and you get the chests which you can open and they give you some items to use in the game such as energy as well as in-game currency and tokens. Right, okay. Treasure chest characters. On the other hand, in Diablo 3, you can get a, a mimic pet, which is like a little, it pretends to be a treasure chest, and as it runs along, it throws out stuff that looks like gold coins. It's one of my favourite mini pets in Diablo 3. <sighs> Callum saying, Chow are the highest of responsibility. Uh, Rick's saying it was a decent event in Sega Heroes. I've not played Sega Heroes um, because my phone is garbage, so I'm not sure if it will actually run because I have I have a budget phone. Um, Eclipse is saying at least Idea Factory made Neptunia Shooter real after it originally being a joke. I was hoping it was real and they made it real later. I've not played that. I've played quite a few of the Neptunia games. I've not played that one. Although I haven't played um, Super Neptunia RPG yet either. And I should get around to that at some point. Um, but at the moment, my time is being absorbed by um, Final Fantasy XIV. Because I have fallen headfirst into another MMO. I gave up playing World of Warcraft and somehow got sucked into another one. And at some point, I'm going to get Persona 5 Royal as well. So, uh, yeah, I might be a bit busy. Oh well. Many games. Many games to play. Um, and uh, Tony and I are very occasionally doing uh, streaming of um, Pokemon Sword on Switch. Uh, what other games we, uh, do we wanted to get hold of at some point? I'm sure there were others. Um, oh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I want to get hold of that at some point. I'll probably play it on the classic mode because um, the... The action-based one doesn't really didn't really gel with me. I preferred the uh, the turn-based mode. Uh, Eclipse is saying I haven't played most of the Dimension Neptunia games, but I have played some of Rebirth One, and it was good. Uh, I've played. I have. I have got a physical copy of the first one uh, on um, the shelf. Where is it? 
Yeah, on PS3. Um, uh, I've not played the Rebirth games because they're on. I think they're on PC, aren't they? Or Vita. Uh, but I have played um, the second one and most of the subsequent ones. I've even got the VR version of, of the VR2 version, uh, which I got from work. It's a shame that it's actually not that great. It's not that impressive. Because uh, it's just the same game, only with a few VR interactions with the uh, the characters, which is kind of boring. Anyway, let's have some more music. Um, okay. So, from um, Air 3S over on OC Remix, we've got Sonic Adventure 2, Chow Cave Rave. And then, because I have no self-control, we've got Crush 40, What I'm Made Of. Because it's one of my favourite Crush 40 songs. And then, after this, we'll come back for Chiptune Corner. So, enjoy these tracks, and we'll be back after the break for Chiptune Corner.
best Sega music, live shows, and the chance to request your favorites. This is RadioSega.net. the amazing Crush 40 with What I'm Made Of, which is one of my favourite Crush 40 tracks. It's also my main uh, telephone ringtone at the moment. Uh, and before that we had Air 3S, uh, Sonic Adventure 2, Chow Cave Rave. Uh, and I posted my favourite little glow sticks gif, which is this tiny little black critter with huge yellow eyes uh, waving glow sticks in the air. I have no idea what this little black critter is. It looks kind of vaguely cat-like and it's cute. Um, we're also for some reason talking about, uh, because I mentioned it being my ringtone, um, people are, say, are talking about what their, um, alarms and ringtones are. Uh, Callum's saying uh, that he used to use the Sonic Drowning theme because he knew he'd wake up when it went off. Yeah, that's the sort of thing that would very quickly get you awake. Um, uh, my, uh, alarm music is actually, uh, from, it's an OFC remix from Good, uh, Beyond Good and Evil. 
Uh, it's called Frame of Mind. Um, I like it because it wakes you up quite gently. Um, Dream Gliding from um, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic, uh, Olympic Games is actually pretty good for that as well. Um, Cal was saying, I don't remember what my ringtone is since nobody phones me. Oh. Um, then complimenting me on my choice of favourite Crush 40 song. Uh, Clips to say, my message tone is the default for my phone and I have a music box version of Castlevania Bloodlines Vampire Killer for my ringtone. That's pretty cool. Alright then, so we're moving on to Chiptune Corner now. Uh, so, most of the artists that I cover on Chiptune Corner have been either American or European. Uh, but this time we're going across the Pacific to look at the work of a Tokyo-based musician called Chibi Tech. This is a Japanese-American Japanese -American composer who was involved with both game development and the music scene in Japan. Uh, obviously, most of her work is titled in Japanese, so I think this song is titled Onitian Pheromone Power Pack. I think. Um, I'll drop a link to uh, her bandcamp into the chat, and I believe Twinny, who is handling our uh, social media today, will put a link up to it on the social media as well. So here is Onitian Pheromone Power Pack by Chibi Tech. Let me know what you think of it, and I'll be back after this to sign off.
that was Onitian Pheromone Power Pack by Chibi Tech, who apparently has done some stuff for um, some Sega releases. Uh, did uh, the Sega Vintage Collection music and some stuff for Sega Ages. So I hope everybody enjoyed that. I did. Um, quite like their stuff. Uh, speaking of Chiptune as well, uh, some of you will know about Bitshifter, who I've featured quite a few times in Chiptune Corner because they're one of my favourite Chiptune artists. But he's actually set all of the music on his Bandcamp to free or pay what you want uh, for the duration of the COVID-19 crisis because uh, he said uh, music's helped him to stay sane during this, this time and he hopes that his music can do the same for some other people. So I'm going to drop that into the chat as well. Uh, it's bit-shifter.bandcamp.com forward slash music. Um, but I recommend that you check his stuff out because he's got some really, really good stuff. Um, Information Chase has uh, got some really, really good tracks on it. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you to everybody who's tuned in today. Uh, I hope you stay tuned for Saturday Night Sega. And tomorrow you can look forward to the Sega Mixer Drive with Rexy. And then the Manic Monday Show with Casey on Monday. The schedule at Radio Sega is actually pretty packed these days. So I'd recommend checking out the schedule at RadioSega.net for full details. Uh, thanks to everybody who's been in the Discord chat today. So we've got um, Gum and Ravsig and Doan, Electro Boogaloo, Frost Gamer, Green Viper, Electro Boogaloo, Callum, Eclipse, uh, Greyfall, Resident SD. Lots of people. Lots and lots of people. But yeah, thanks to everybody who's tuned in today. Um, I didn't know what I was going to cover uh, next week, but I've forgotten. So I'm sure I will tell you guys at some point. Uh, but yeah, I've got some I've got some scripts lined up. Um, but if you do have any ideas for stuff you want to, me to cover on Hidden Palace, you can get in touch with me through uh, Discord where I am Skyblaze42, or you can reach me through Twitter where I am at Blazing Skies, or you can get hold of me through the Radio Sega Facebook or Twitter. I've been Skyblaze and this has been the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Please stay safe everyone. Remember to wash your hands. One last track to sign out on. This is Persona 5 Royal Takeover. Good night everyone. Take care.
the show check out the full radio sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows radio sega playing the best sega music 24 7 